episode of Two Cents Exclusives. And um, I got on here today, Deacon Balls, man, Karoon, baby. You know what I mean? What up, bro? You know what I mean? What up, boss? Yeah, we here. Um, let's open up with this, man. Like, how you been dealing with the, the coronavirus? Man, I, um, the whole, the only thing I... The only thing I miss is my gym time, man. Like, not being able to go to the gym. Um... A lot of stuff can't be done without like one-on-one basis. Kind of shit as a loss, which I knew it was gonna happen. It's um the situation where a lot of the teachers it was hard getting in contact with them while you're in school, uh-huh. email and everything else. But now that's the only way for every student to get in contact with them. So it's come to the point where they barely answer or get back at you or whatever. But I, I understand from that that point. So a lot of a lot of us is just like giving up. This is a lot like my classes can't be done. Um a lot of stuff can't be done without like one on one basis or whatever. It's just it's based off uh, money. That's things that uh me and uh, one of my friends had discussed. Uh shouts out to Bert. He should be over soon, but yeah, he said like at this point, we shouldn't expect anything. He's more like, I don't think he's a defense of Trump, but he's more of like, uh, he's going into journalism. And that's one of the things that he's like, man, they twist a lot of stuff around, but he's like, we should expect this kind of stuff from him, man. That's all he's shown us since he's been in. So I don't, I don't, I don't know, man, it's crazy. Yeah, and then you have, and then you have folks that defend the shit. You know what I mean? They that shit. That's the, that's the funny part is you defending some shit that he was sarcastic about. You know what I mean? Like he could. So how, so how does that work? So it makes you wonder where your logic comes from. If he was joking about the shit and you're defending the the uh, the the you know what I'm saying what he's what he's talking about, then what does that mean? I don't know. I, I guess they think that uh, people's families like dying and shit is a, a joke to them. Not being able to, until they get it, just like they say, until you, something happens to you, that's when it, it affects you then, really. That's when you care about it. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the that's the way things have been rolling, man. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure during your downtime with this whole pandemic, you've been playing some music and stuff, yo. So, like, I know how you feel about um, old Griselda, you know what I'm saying? Griselda, Griselda game. game you know what I mean? So, uh, do you feel? Ty had a new one drop. Yeah, uh, you, Blue came out a couple of weeks ago. Did you got, you got to hear it yet? I, I heard some of West Sides, and uh, you and my brother got it, and I know it's good. I want it. I just haven't got around to getting it, and I also want to get Thundercats um, R and B stuff. So, okay. So, do you, feel like, do you feel like Griselda is getting the shine they deserve yet? But nope. I mean, they getting it because a lot of the people in the industry respect them. But I think that has to do more with along the lines of who they associate with. Yeah. So, who you feel like is the strongest? They got Jake in their corner. They got like they got like uh, Eminem. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's more along the lines of. And of the and of the group uh, of the group members, man, who do you feel like is one like the strongest out of out of that group that you that you feeling the most? Um, it's hard. It's like saying that about the Wu Tang to me. That's why. That's how. I, that's how I feel about it. It's like I can't do that. 
Right. So they that because I like all of the, I like all of the individuals in that group. So they that dope. And they that dope. They got a Wu Tang reference. Wow. And they don't like that. They like to say that their own music, but it's that it's that old New York. You know what I'm saying? Like New York gritty sound. Boom that. Pap, that boom pap. Yeah. I don't want to say boom pat, but like stuff you would hear from Mob Deep, Wu Tang, like it's from all their members, and it's all like they can rap. All these niggas can rap. Oh, you mean like that grind? That it's almost like a grimy feel to it. Yeah, I like that grimy feel. I I I don't think they get enough from like uh, people outside of music unless they real big music heads. Like uh, what's the dude Jimmy Kimmel having on his show? Uh, couple of times when they last the group album what would chino do came out what would sheen gun do but he had them up there when they came out um for some stuff and i don't know the me lyrically wise um the best style is okay i say the best style has to be uh benny the butcher mm. lyrically i like i like um What's the boy? Uh, damn it. The one with the messed up. I don't want to say messed up face. It's kind of fucked up to say. <laughs> trying to think of the name now, man. Uh, I keep thinking Machine Gun, but it's not. Uh, yeah, Conway, Conway the machine. machine. Yeah, I like Conway the Machine, like lyrically. And then for like, if you, I like Ghostface. Like, I'm a big Ghostface fan. So when yeah. you look at Ghostface, I like uh, West Side Gun, which is the one you got, you know, my brother. Yeah. He has a great selection. Like when it comes to like music and the way lyrics fit with his uh the way he raps and stuff, yeah. it's just crazy the way he set it up. And he produces a lot of the um stuff for the group. Him and uh it's another guy that's in that group was a producer they were talking about on Vlad. But like the way he fits music around each like person in the group is just crazy. Like a RZA would do, like it's it's crazy to me, man. The way they put their albums together and how they sound, you know. Like I, you know, I listen to um, Griselda myself, and like they definitely take, I definitely take a liking to the music. I remember you would tell, you would talk about it all the time, and I would be like, all right, let me see what let me see what Big Bro talking about with this Griselda stuff, and um, yeah, sure, sure enough, man, like that feel that they have, you know, it's cut straight out of 1996, 97. And it's just a, it's just a good, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a good vibe with them, and like all of them, they yeah, they all of them yeah, like you said with Wu Tang, they blend well together on on um on, on a lot of stuff. They family though, but that's one of the things that family, like all of them are family, like brothers and and cousins and shit. They're like they all like family. Yeah, and that's and that's what makes it good. And that's what makes it dope. Uh, for for them, man. Like you know, I, and I I look forward to the day when they do get their just do, and they get like something as big as like a, a Wu Tang that goes global and go across the you know go across the world, and have this you know what I'm saying and have everybody just feeling the sound, and then they they just become synonymous with like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like in a sense of like Wu like the Wu Tang or Run DMC and shit like that. Like they they're synonymous with hip hop. So you know, I like I said like I said, man. I dig, I dig on them, but um, yeah. So we've been having a whole bunch of these Instagram battles, man. That, that's that's been out there, 
So what is uh what's what's been your favorite battle to like uh, that you've heard about or I guess or seen so far? Um, my favorite one has probably been the Little John one because like Little John got all them beats, man. Like just going back listening to Little John music to this day, it's something different. Yeah. What were some of the joints that Lil John played that you that that like um brought back a like a lot of memories to you? Um what's that one like uh damn uh I don't give a fuck. That that one. I come trying to think of the real name of that shit, but that whatever that that yeah. but, well, compared to T Pain, man, like when you play his music. To me, that's the best one out of all of them because it was a close battle, but all Little John shit was slapping, man. It Little John's music seems to stand the test of time, man. That's crazy. Like you play same thing with Three Six Mafia. You can play that to this day. You like that shit rock. That shit still not hard. It's like playing an old rock and roll track or some classic, and you like, damn, that shit still sound good. Like. Uh, that um, Thunder Chief, whatever that TNT, whatever. Yeah, this shit still rock to this day. So, like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, got the impact, man. Created the whole thing. They own early 2000s, man. They were just that. They were they were super dope as uh, as as artists in the game. And like, I remember Lil John coming on first, and he was. Very, you know, I like his style. Like I couldn't, you know, be being from Virginia, I was like, as far as we know, when we think of rap, we think of like your typical like lyrics, each verse, and all that shit. So like with that, with him, and I was like, he keeps saying the same shit over and over. That just shows how you know, again, small minded that I was with the like with radio at that particular time. You know what I mean? Like with hip hop and all that stuff. But like his, like it was, it became something like, and then I've got to see why people would listen to it. Like a lot of folks in high school would bump that shit. And you know, they had like decent, like sound systems and that shit make your fucking car knock. You know what I mean? Like, you the, know it, know it. That, that shit would make your car knock. That, that, uh, yeah, what's, the one, what's the one joint man with Pastor Troy on it? That's throw, throw, throw him up. Yep, throw him up. That's cheese, man. Yeah, throw him up. That's probably like my favorite record, and I still like part two. Part two he did off the Crunk Rock album. That's another one that was that was good, man. He had with uh, Walker on it. It's him. It's Pastor Troy. It was Walker. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good, man. And then T Pain. I mean, let's. I mean, well, what can you not say about T Pain, man? Uh, all this, all this. Pain got hit, but that's did what I was saying. See- like. Did you see that happening though with T Pain? Like as far as his career from the start, like no, you didn't see him going that far, but he did. And yeah, man, he took o- he took over the the pop game, not just rap, not just rap, not just R and B. Took over pop and everything, man. He could just blend with everybody, and he was doing it by being himself. You know what I mean? Like that's I thought that was I thought I just think that was super dope about him because I don't feel like. I mean, then again, I don't know him, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like seeing him in interviews and just how he would be around people that was like necessarily not the same personality, he seemed to be himself. Like, like remember that one, that, you know what I'm saying? Like that one time it was a him, Jay-Z, something did with Jay-Z about, cause Jay had mentioned that shit about the auto tune and like 
T-Pain that came on stage or some shit like that. Almost like a little mama situation. <laughs> but um he, he, yeah, he came on he came on stage or something like that. And you know, they had like a, a little incident or some shit. But uh not nothing nothing like crazy, just you know, they had like an incident or whatever. But uh But you you the thing about that to me is that shit is used today like He's been on tracks with niggas. Jay-Z's been on tracks with niggas that sound like auto-tune. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's something he gonna have to take to the chin because that shit still been going on to this day. Yeah. Is is T-Pain the hook king to you? Mm, I don't know, man. He might be, but then you look at it, you still got Nate Dog. you still got, like, you got your, your Breezy's out there, you got your they some other hook dudes out there, man. But like for like for you, on you know, uh, if it came down to God, you got a record coming out, you got a first single, who are you choosing for your for your hook? As of right now, it wouldn't be him, it'd be future. Mm. Mm. So would you say future is the hook king? Because you know how you feel about future. I'm saying if I had if I had somebody on my track, it'd be the Drake of Future. <laughs> Oh, and I and I really because first of all, I don't have to worry about them niggas slaughtering me. You know what I'm saying on my own song. Yeah. So that's a plus. Hold on, what you well, so what you saying about future then, man? What you what you saying about future? You gotta worry about him slaughtering you on the track. I ain't gotta worry about him. That's what I just said. <laughs> I ain't gotta worry about him putting me under, man. Like outlining me or some shit. Like I, right, I got this one. I ain't worried about it. So um, like I would, I would say he dusted me on my own shit. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You want? La di da di da. I don't know what. <laughs> like I say, hey, you know that's your that's your guy, man. Like all in all, that's your guy. You know, I don't really. That's, I, I like this shit, but I'm just really like, I gotta worry about bars. Well, I, I fuck with, like I said, I fuck with mask off, um, and that, that that's enough for me, really. I can uh, so honestly, he hit the jackpot. Future hit the jackpot with that record because I promise you, I am one of those people I don't get tired of hearing that record. It literally can play on repeat. That should be the damn old sponsor for uh, the coronavirus. The coronavirus yes. right now. Mask on, nigga. Mask off, exactly. nigga. That mask like, on. I just, I just feel like the record is so infectious, man. Like between that and then, you know, my interpretation of what the chorus is saying on the record when they go lettuce and cheese. Like I just thought that shit was, um, you know, me and my family kept kept singing that shit when my when, um, when, the, when my cousin was getting married or whatever. That song, that song was like really big at the time. So that's like what March of 2017. Yeah, it was a uh, April of 2017. It was a big, it's just a big record, man. And I feel like if you played that in the club, that would get people, you know, what I'm saying like ride it, ride it up, ride it and whatnot. So. I, I guess I liked it. I like I like I like future man. And um so let's see. So we talked about T Pain and uh, and Lil John. So what about um what do you think about this <laughs> Teddy Riley shit? Teddy Teddy Riley um fucking got background dancing. This motherfucker trying to throw a club in his damn. <laughs> he doing he doing Joe Jackson shit on on Instagram yeah, yeah. live trying to have you know backup dances mad because Marlon don't don't got the dances right go on a street I think he's trying to get people back to him you know like he he can still do that shit yeah. 
that's all that was. Yeah, ego. So ego. That's ego shit. But uh, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, you Teddy. But I mean, uh, this funny thing is like everybody had fun with the memes and shit like that. Teddy Ryder looking back and like the, the music and shit was all fucked up and, and then, you know everybody's having fun with it but make no mistake they didn't know how to use they were talking about cds and shit. yeah make no mistake teddy riley is solidified in hip-hop and r&b and even pop thanks to mike him all the joints he did with mike and other artists you know what i'm saying and um and and, and you felt like uh like oh like not even having them play their joints Knowing, knowing their music, knowing the catalog of Babyface, knowing the catalog of Teddy Riley. I thought Teddy Riley should have had so? that shit. You think so? Let's say you managing, like you said, it's like a manager thing. What three joints from Teddy Riley are you putting up against Babyface? Um, I'm not really an R&B dude, so I'm gonna leave that out but there. You know Teddy Riley music though, like, like I say, like like pump, I know some of his like, music, shake, like, like Rump Shaker, Rump, Rump Shaker, Rump Shaker. Um, you can do guy shit like um. What's guys one shit? Teddy Teddy's jam or whatever. Do me, baby, tonight. But probably use that joint. But I'm like same thing I felt with Manny Fresh. He just chose bullshit ass songs. Yeah. And like he could have he could have did better than that, man. Manny got he got shit out there, bro. And and, and next uh, next up you got what three six versus Bone Thugs, man. All right, so. I said three six gonna slaughter their ass. And what three records can do it alone? Cause you a hip hop head. Uh slipping on some scissor. Fucking um they can play whoop that trick and niggas gonna be going over that shit. Mm -hmm. Them motherfuckers can play fucking damn near anything project pack. It's I'm telling you from like you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that was a big song, but when you compare it to now. And you think about who's gonna be up there listening to that shit? Dope Boy Fresh, man. Dope Boy Fresh is one. That's it's gonna be. I like. I really do. I think Dope Boy Fresh is probably one of their biggest, biggest rep. And then like Drake redid Project Pat shit. You know are what I'm saying? So fun. Are they going to like? Uh, does it have to? Are the rules where they're staying just within Three Six Mafia? Or are they doing the entire crew? But Three Six Mafia got tons of like to oh, me. Oh, like, Three Six Mafia got tons of shit. Like it's so much music. If I go on my iPod and put in Three Six Mafia, and you and I compare the songs between Bone Thugs, it's gonna be like one sided. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I listened to like a Bone Thug song, bro. And I know you listened to Three Six Mafia recently. Of course, you know I listen to, but I mean that's just the time frame we came up in, you know. But that, but that, I put like that genre of music is still pushing on today. I don't know. I don't know what Bone Thugs would do. I mean, Bone Thugs got a lot of up. They got some upbeat shit. The only slow records that they really have is like Buddha Lovers. What else? As far as singles go, they got Buddha Lovers, Crossroads. So I probably wouldn't. I mean, that's but their biggest record though. You know what I'm saying? That's hard to compete. That's that's the whole part. Yeah, they're gonna win. They're gonna win a round with Crossroads. That record alone, that's their biggest record to date. It's crossroads, so it's like you have to play it, but it's still a slow joint. I mean, but three six it's still a slow joint. That's three, what I'm saying. Got, but three six got a slow joint that rock too. They do they use that um that Lisa Stan, what's her name? Lisa Fisher joint, uh late night tip. Yeah. 
that shit. Like I like that. that that's that's one joint I think is. I think that'll be uh, entertaining. I mean, it'd be fun just to. It just really gets people to listen to their catalog again, and maybe up their uh, their Apple Music sales and, and shit like that. I think this is probably what's the best best bet for that because I think that um, before they did the battle, Teddy Riley and Babyface, their 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 followers were like in the like in the low low hun, low two thousands or like low thousands or whatever. And now I think Teddy is about seven hundred something and i think baby face is in the i think baby face went up a little bit so i mean it's that's good i mean that's good but i think baby, baby riley's there because he's so fucking funny like what he did yeah, that, hey, everybody yeah. rolls yeah, okay. like they don't know how they get this shit right now yeah yeah i think that i think that too man um i'll say you stop messing with my stuff trying to help you out but bye because it might turn it off like it did last time yeah yeah so who, who you think would be a um a good group to go against um go, go against Griselda gang in an IG battle knowing that they just came out man it ain't like too much I mean you listen to a lot of their catalog so like what uh, what's like three joints that like stand out to you that's that's like you feel like that's uh, Sunday school most definitely yeah there's like a six and the one with uh clips mm. that's a fire one. what do you think about a a Drake versus Kanye IG battle you said Drake versus um Kanye, Kanye? Both, both both had hits for 10 years or more but you know what I'm saying I think Drake has been a little more like relevant he like what's they don't have as many hits as Drake does that's where I think the the, the disconnect will be you like think, with you Kanye think so? Luke. you think so you think yeah. you think Kanye don't have as many hits as Drake I don't know I think he the angle. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I have to. I think that again. It's like I'm not gonna compare like a Jordan Lebron thing in the sense that we forget uh, how dominant that Jordan was type thing. But like we forget that Kanye was Kanye was charting him out though, man. Like as far as like whether it was production or whether it was uh, you know perform performance wise, he he was charting out some. He was charting out hits. It's gonna be a bunch of young niggas up there, bro. And like, man, I hate to say it, but like Drake has been, he just been dominating summer after summer after summer, bro. Yeah. But what he yeah, do? Yeah, that's 10 years straight. 10 years. Like I got, we got 10 years. Drake has been dominating the music. That's why, you know, I don't disagree. I, I just don't feel, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Kanye don't have, um, as, as many, I'm gonna say he don't have as many hits as Drake. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't think he got as big as hits as uh, as Drake now compared to like the music that's that's just out right now. He's just been more, like you said, more relevant. Um, in a sense, Kanye's been out of that. I mean, when's the last? What's the last Kanye album that you were just amazed amazed by? Um, you know which one I'm talking about? That uh, my. Dark, dark Twisted yeah. Fantasy. But when you compare albums, I think to me, because I bought more Kanye shit than anything. Anybody can say that Kanye albums have been like, like his first couple of albums was just, shit is unstoppable. You can't, Diamonds Off Forever. Like, I think like his songs will be bigger. When you compare the songs, it's going to make the difference. Like, you got to do Diamonds Off Forever. You got to do 
um workout i wouldn't do workout because workouts more like dead or lose but i don't know man because a lot of stuff is like a lot of his bangers aren't really his like his commercial shit it's like the other songs that don't out you're gonna have to do all the likes that's automatically gonna win there's no fucking song that's gonna beat all of the likes i'm sorry you could put whatever you want in his catalog against all the likes gonna win i mean around the down i mean like as far as like some through the wire probably win any any round you put it in through the wire it's gonna like win. they capture i feel like kanye music captures more of your emotion these walks probably it might lose a round depending on what drake song right. you put up against I, I just feel like i feel like i said i feel like i feel like kanye um is it's been a while since we heard like that you know what i'm saying like his uh his bread and butter but he got he had them joints man like i said like between um just pr from producing for for rockefeller up until like he became an artist and just then producing for more people then on yeah he got some he got those he got those records man i mean hell we was rocking too that might give Ye the advantage yeah. because he is a producer he can put up songs that he's produced and it will be it might be a, it might be a wash if he does yeah. songs to produce and it, it might be a fucking wash yeah. you, know, you gotta understand he got beyonce shit he got fucking oj shit he was bumping to like if you start putting yeah, the shit produced played, uh, then you yeah, fuck bro five that shit he produced yesterday fucking um it, well his version ain't he produced the song but he just did the relight like, the production over or whatever for this for this love you know what I'm saying? That I like that one a lot, man. That, that's a great. That's scary. Shit. That's the scary shit. Cause I try to watch the Wu Tang versus um, and I watched it on like ninety that uh, radio station and shit with Ambrose and all that. I was like, that motherfucker was giving DJ Premier rounds. Mm. He shouldn't have fucking won. And I was like, I'm I had to stop watching because I was getting irritated against fucking RZA. I was like, there ain't no fucking way, bro. How you feel about RZA? Oh, like old ass songs that didn't don't even sound that good. They're like, oh, he got that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Did, did um, the end of the end of the 36 chambers get five mics? Was that out? Um, was, was the source out yet? I think it was because I think the source was out with Liquid when when um when Giza album came out on um, Liquid the, Swords. Um... That's something look up. you could probably look it up. Like, uh, did I'm about to see? I think they. If not, they should have got it. Say yeah. in the thirty-six chambers. What is a what's a I uh, say what's an album for you that's like what that you would consider what you would get five mics right now that you've heard in the last year. Yeah. In the last year, shit, that's that's high praise for album, bro. Five mics to album that I heard in the last year. So that mean. It's gotta be mm, probably Benny the Butcher mm. shit. Cause it's lyrical, beat wise, fucking but it ain't that long. That's the only thing what makes I can a, count um, against it. What makes like, an album worth, um five mics worthy? It's gotta be to me, if an album getting five mics, I can I have to be able to go to it. Four or five years from now, and still think that album is fucking like fire. It's got it. Like I don't even think it. Like when you say it in a year, I don't think I can give an album five mics in a year. I don't understand that whole thing. 
it should be something that stands the test of time. Like, yeah, it might have to be like at least a a two year wait limit before you start giving away albums and like five mics. You should go back, and that that's a good idea for a segment. We go back, listen to albums from two years ago or three years ago, and see is it still is it still hold water to this day? Does it still rock mm. before you give it away? Like. It's this because you know music the way music is now is pushed out quickly and something you might like today like i i like that um larice laflair shit and uh, i was thinking about buying the album for no one who's heard larice laflair but after probably like probably two or three months i was like i don't see myself going back listening to it and i'm kind of glad i didn't get the album now for the time, it's a good. It has some good songs that still sound playable, but I wouldn't like put all my money into that right now. I, it, and I, I, the good thing about me listening to it, finding music, I've never heard of uh, Larissa Laflair, but now he's on my radar, and now I go and look on like maybe YouTube or whatever to see what else he's put out because. The guy does have, he does make good music. I would have never known if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have like tested that album out. Um, yeah. What is it called? Final Fantasy. For those who never heard it, but so I like it. It's, it sounds good, it steals, but I wouldn't like, I'm not seeing myself like a month, a year from research, now I'm going back playing. And Woo got, originally got 4.5 mics and then was re-rated to five mics. And that's and that's the way it should be. If you go back and listen to an album later on, that's when you should start giving away those like the mics. Cause the album I might not like today, just like I was saying, like uh I bought Young Thug shit a while back, the new one. And there's songs on that album that I've never listened to or I didn't like, but now I fucking love the song. Which is giving the, the damn album a higher praise than I gave it. I gave it a high praise the first time. So to me, I'm just like, that album is, Young Thug album is good. It came out last year, I think. But I'll say if it, if I give it another two years, three years, and it still be rocking, yeah, I'm, I'm most definitely gonna give Young Thug his, his praise because I'm not, I haven't bought a Young Thug album. That was the first one I bought and that, that thing rocked. That, that album go hard. But all right, bro, you know what I mean? Um, that's pretty much all we got for the for the, for the for the first episode of um Two Cents Exclusives here with a Karoon Bay, man. Like I said, appreciate, you know what I'm saying, you being on, man, giving us your, like your honest thoughts and uh, how you feel about stuff. I'm sure on uh the uh, the later episodes that you appear on, you're going to have more for us, man. But uh you got anything you want to you want to say before we close it out? Um it's more, I got something to like a lot of um, like Trump supporters, man. It's not that we don't, we want to blame him for shit. It's just the fact that like the way he goes about doing things that throws a lot of people off, bro. Because there's a, like I said, there's a lot of shit that he's done that I actually agree with. Like the whole um, making people who are on food stamps and all the rest of this after a certain amount of time, they got to get a job. They just can't keep accumulating this shit and accumulating it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, 
some of that stuff like that should have been done a long time ago. But a lot of Democrats are too scared to do it because they don't want to lose that that basis that they're looking out for the little man. The little man sometimes takes advantage of shit too. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what I'm saying? As always. So I'm saying like a lot of them think we don't, we just don't yeah. like them because they're Republicans. That's not a fact. I just don't like a lot of the shit that he does. And then like I, I feel like if you wouldn't do say that to your mom or a family member that way or somebody to their face right. you shouldn't support that shit. Like, it's not about party versus party, it's about right and wrong. That's it. Right and wrong. Again, what do what do you know about politics? Like I don't I don't know more than the you know political classes. So I, feel, like, I have taken political classes. And I'm saying that's why like we have there's people who go to school for politics because of situations like that. Like he didn't go to school for politics. A lot of people who are in presidential debates go to school for economics and political stuff. He doesn't have that understanding, so he goes about doing stuff the wrong way a lot. All right, well, until next time, you know what I'm saying? We out, that's it. <laughs>